AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Thank you once again. This has been it's, it's the end, but this is the intro as they hear it. So uh, ignore that. Um, I'm with Bardi when uh, Spooky's just walked out. Um, so the end of this podcast, the only reason we're doing this intro is because to explain the end, it cuts off really abruptly because Bardi talks about... Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts, who's, who's one of his favourite porn stars ever. And what we wanted to do was record uh, the Tony Roberts porn soundtrack as a background as we outro the podcast. But what actually happened is, because I'm recording this on my phone... It, uh, it cut off. So we spent three or four minutes talking amongst ourselves with Tony Roberts being banged uh, for no reason. It was all right. It was quite nice. It was all right, wasn't Distracting, it? Distracting, but it was all right. Yeah. God bless. God, God bless you all. Thanks for being with us. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. It's episode eight, season eight of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Bardi. Hello. And we've got Spooky. Yes. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, I'm all right. You're not good. Well, I'm trying to be good to start with. You. Good, all right, all right. Good. I'm trying We're... to be good because I'm sat opposite him, my, my nemesis. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm over the result. I've accepted it 100%. Uh, quick apology, um, irregular up uploads which i fucking hate i hate not getting this podcast out uh we've had issues over the last two weeks of the device we use and not recording oh, i was stuck in switzerland again every single time i seem to travel out of the country i get stuck somewhere so uh yeah big apology for that but we'll be back as of nor- uh, normal as of next week monday and thursday next week from this point onwards to the end of the season uh unless something else happens mad um the Fighting Cock is sponsored by Fansbet. Uh, throughout the season, we're, we're recruiting people for Fansbet. Uh, go and, if you like betting at football, go, go, and, go and use their website. It's fansbet.com. Um, when, when you sign up, drop use the drop-down, the Fighting Cock, and uh, you can bet on football knowing that half of the money you lose when you, when you bet, as people do, um, it goes back to a good cause. We're going to find some decent story around a Spurs fan who needs some sort of special experience around Spurs and help them, the money we raise, help them to enjoy Spurs in, in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to. Um, yeah, or, um, if you are betting, obviously bet carefully and, and only lose what you can afford to and when the fun stops, stops and all that shit. Uh, yeah, Watford. Um... Go, just go just take yourself back just you know 25 minutes before kickoff what was your expectation going into the game because this is a team that's won three on the bounce already yeah obviously confident well why wouldn't you be after after what we did at Old Trafford I know Man United have got have got their uh, fair share of um, internal problems and you know we turned up there and we did a professional job a lot of people a lot of Spurs fans before the game were talking about Dr Tottenham I know we self-deprecate. Yeah. That's why we're the best fan base on the planet. Yep. Because we can take the piss out of ourselves. And well, we kind of... Not sure we are, but well, go on. Uh, what do you mean so, by that? I just mean that... Uh, our core, as human beings, we're the best. Yeah, as yeah, human obviously. beings. I, I don't think we're deluded anyway. I think we... we you know, if anything, we're guarded. 
And yeah. we're not. We don't like to be arrogant about about. I think games. there is a certain arrogance about Spurs fans these there's days. A, there's a certain arrogance after we have lost, and, an, and suddenly there was an expectancy, like the Watford game. Mm. But then I, I kind of get it. I, I get why people are pissed off. I was pissed off. I'm sure you you two are pissed off. Like yeah, Watford hundred percent record as well. Going into that game, someone was going to lose out. I did not expect it to be us. But there were ominous signs in that game. You know when you know none of them are on it, but nothing's quite connecting. Yeah. It's quite sloppy. It's been like that for a lot of the season so far. Well, this is it. And we'll get to that later, actually. Okay. But, um, I let, let Bardi's like sort of bite You've been fuming, you, Bardi? You've been fuming. Ready to say you, something, you, so I let him interject. You, you, have, you hate the idea of Spurs getting beat by lowly Watford don't you I hate this idea of Spurs losing and I hate the idea of us losing this early especially after a, um, a win at Old Trafford and it's all of our own making of course the can I just say before you yeah. continue nine points is more than we've had in the last three seasons the doesn't it doesn't mean anything, mean anything doesn't but mean I just anything. wanted to I just wanted to give you stats it doesn't mean anything why are you saying yeah. people love stats I'm just, <laughs> no, you're making a stat point stat attack you're making a point it's a stat it. attack he's just making a point he's just interrupting me I'm, he, trying, no, I'm trying to Donald, derail his train he's Donald trumping me just he, he has got a good point though it's good form for the start of the season yeah it's fine but what the fuck does it matter well, if it's better than fine if you play Watford away and you lose to Watford doesn't mean anything I'm happy clapping <laughs> doesn't mean anything and it was, I was look, I'm upset yeah because Tottenham didn't have a fucking plan and for the first time I looked at Tottenham and we were without an idea of how to play we started there was there was kind of glimmer of hope with the ball down the channel with Lucas chasing it so a long ball over the top with Lucas sprinting onto it mm. was an opening Watford just dropped five yards deeper and that ended and we had nothing else there was nothing else left I could see why we played three at the back to kind of win the aerial duels and have someone mopping up but the midfield was a fucking shambles and it's been a long time since I've thought that about Spurs' midfield but it was a shambles yeah that's a fair point and, look, and, and, and games for teams lose games everybody lose games I, I don't mind us losing games and we can lose games but there's sometimes when you lose a game because of your own decisions and your own tactics and your own players they it's almost like they didn't beat us I mean they did but you know we beat ourselves by not having any fucking control of this game we got gifted a goal and at that moment you get gifted a goal a proper team fucking gets hold of the ball and doesn't lose it instead we kept going long and uh, rather rather than us losing it I thought that Watford's just physicality won them the game physicality it doesn't matter but but what I'm saying is they've got giants who can play football Stoke had giants but they, it was a different. This, this is a good Watford side. I'm not saying it's not. So Decore, uh, don't, give Perea. Kapu, don't give me Kapu. Don't give me Kapu. He's a waste man. But now all of a sudden, everyone's looking at him like he's a new Deschamps. He played well in that game, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, and then obviously success up front, and obviously the the, the beast that is Troy Deeney. And I, I'd, I've we've done some stuff through Ball Street with Troy Deeney, and he's a solid gold bloke. He's a fucking nightmare to play against because he, he in his own admission doesn't have all the qualities of a professional football he never thought he was going to make it he used to turn up uh, play, play in his, his amateur days like drunk so he'd be out all night drunk then go and play <laughs> and bang five in you know he, 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 he didn't think he was going to make it but has turned himself into almost like a model pro he doesn't have the attributes of he's like a shit Harry Kane that's what he is he's, and, and I say shit 
This is a man who scored against Spurs, has caused Arsenal untold problems over the years. He's so effective at what he does. But what I'm saying is that Harry Kane is the glitz and glamour, you know, world's most valuable footballer, all that kind of stuff. Troy Deeney does what he needs to do in order to be effective in football matches. I think throughout the park, they out-muscled us, out-fought us. Uh, and I think that's built into the DNA of each of these individual, individual footballers rather than it being a kind of tactical masterclass because they won from two headers. But why wasn't Dyer playing? I'm not a huge Dyer fan. I've often called him out and said we need to upgrade Dyer, but we don't. We can't play free at the back and then Dembele and who the fuck was playing alongside Dembele? Eriksson was drifting. Ali was drifting. I had no idea who was playing. I, couldn't tell you that fucking formation and it's been signs of this all season where where is Kane playing where is Lucas playing finally it worked against Man United we hit him on the counter two times um, Fulham and everything else but what is can anyone tell me what what formation we're playing because right. I don't have okay. a fucking hold idea on, hold on, hold on. it's like a diamond isn't it hold on, hold on. Huh? I agree with one thing that you've said well, I'm, sorry you cut me off so I'm going to say one, <laughs> one, more, one more thing this is the I've often I don't like calling out Pochettino but I think he's confused and I'm kind of glad we got this international break so he can go away from everything else and have two weeks just to think about what he's doing because I think honestly he's confused at the with moment with what? confused with what though? we won three games out of four we smashed United I get the first half yeah. we, we didn't play well but and I'm, I'm not saying it, but it wasn't you're, great you're calling our manager confused I'm after we started the season better I'm than we've ever had I'm saying he's confused done. because the Newcastle game we weren't we weren't we didn't control that game Lucas was all over the place Kane was a bit off the ball against Fulham we were 1-1 and they missed the clear they missed the sitter and then we had a great free kick goal and a lovely breakaway by Lamella setting up Kane and then we beat Man United yeah. by beating them we, we punished their weaknesses in defence but I don't I haven't seen this control again you remember when we used to beat when we beat Chelsea um, mm. at Stamford Bridge uh, or at home and we played Arsenal at Wembley and we just fucking we held yeah. Arsenal round the throat and we just slapped them across but that was the only, face. that was only six months ago yeah but I think it's the start Ron, of the season yeah, he's oh, thank you thank you maybe that. it is the start of the season what's wrong with you <laughs> I'm upset I know you're upset but what you're doing is you're lashing out right now well yes look, that's fine that's fine to get smacked <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> what you said is right when that game finished it wasn't a case of like one of the traits for Tottenham, modern day Tottenham, Pochettino Tottenham, is when we do lose, it's quite rare that we get smashed. Like it happens against Man City more often than not. That's when we get completely yeah. outplayed. We get the tactics wrong and we allow the opposition to really take the game to us and play us off the park. Against Watford, it felt that we we lost the game rather than Watford winning it. I think what Watford did is probably as good as they can do this season against that level of opposition, that quality of opposition. Yeah. I don't think they can improve above and beyond that, and it will not be as consistent as they've been in the first three or four games of the first four games of the season. Easily, like, easily finish top eight, easily. They will be, yeah, the top half the table without a top, doubt. Uh, top eight's a massive, massive task yeah, exactly. for Watford. And from what I saw, I thought it was so... Just the fight in that Watford side yeah. was incredible. And yeah. for, for a Watford fan, that's all they kind of need and, no, exactly. and hold and on not, for. And the top eight, maybe even the Europa League, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. And not, this isn't just the game against Spurs. Yeah. Well, I thought they've got the right application the and attitude, and and I, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But Spurs, if they do turn up, they will win. They win games like that, right? They they, they do win games like that. Mm. We got it completely wrong from, from the opening few minutes, but it was 
there was just something wrong with the performance in terms of the, the team performance and whether that was set up there's a cohesion or, missing that yeah there, there was, there was, and sometimes you can't you can sit here and try and analyse it and you're not going to get anywhere because there's no there's no reason other than what I think you just said football teams lose games of football and they lose it because on that day it doesn't work and for whatever reason the momentum of the game doesn't quite work the way it's going if Kane had found I think Lucas to his right Lucas is in 2-0 game done With and at the end of the game we would have said we didn't play well but we, we won the and match my and arguments would have been exactly the same it would yeah. have been like we won like I said against Fulham against Man United exactly. it would have been exactly the same I wouldn't be pra- but, I wouldn't be praising it but here's, also, here's my point there's an alarm bells really. but here's my point you mentioned Arsenal you mentioned Chelsea away that came at latter stages of the season I Genuinely, I look at and I know the opening ten games of the season are important because when you get to the back end of the season and you do your maths, we miss out on we miss out on a position. Yeah, Mm. we miss out on a position or two because of the form in the early season. But early season is the true pre-season. Now I know people are going to say we didn't buy anyone. Poch knows his team. He should know the first eleven, the strongest side, and they should be at it. Every, every game right yeah. yeah and I kind of agree with that he should know what he's doing with the plays that he's got because that's all the, that's the only plays he's got and the same plays that he had last season but he's still only three or four games into the season and, and Spurs I don't think they find their form until later and I don't think anyone's really found their form City have looked a bit rugged Liverpool you know have been, been getting the results 100% again but no one's been spectacular I think on another day we get a point out of that game, we might win it. And I know like people listening to this think, well, you're just fucking covering every potential result. You're talking waffle. I'm not. I'm saying you don't need to overanalyse this shit. If in 10, day, 10 games' time like, we're looking back and we still haven't found a stride and we haven't got a swagger and there's, there's, there's something not quite right with Kane's movement and positioning and, you know, what, what, where's Lucas meant to be playing and all this kind of shit, then, yeah, then we can say, what the fuck is Poch doing? What are the players doing? But everything I've heard from the players and the manager, for me, is enough based on what, what they've given me. Just what? the fact that players want to, want to give something back to Pochettino. So there isn't a problem with attitude. There isn't a, pro- a problem with application. It's not a problem with the... It's, it's just a... What, it's a it's, mate, it's... It's a problem with the squad. No, it's not. Well, I don't, I don't do think mean? it is. I just, it's just a one-off. Dembele's dead. I... I I hate what, it. Do, do, what? <laughs> What's going he on? He had an awful game, Dembele. No, no, I, no, absolutely. I agree. He, I agree. And, and, and I was about to say that but Bard, um, Dembele doesn't play well. Spurs don't play well if he's on the pitch because he is the fulcrum of, of, of everything yeah. good or bad that happens at Spurs. Yeah. If he, You saw he give the ball away a oh, couple of times. times. He wasn't holding Decore off or Pereira yeah. off in, in any meaningful way. I think the strength in certainly in those sections of the game lost him but then he's up, he's up against young very strong very direct footballers and he's kind of met got his bullied. we got bullied yeah we did yeah we did we did but that isn't a reflection I don't think on our squad it's just that Watford have a team of fucking Goliaths they're not great footballers so it goes back to what Vardy said and, and, and use I your technical you. ability to play out well we we I know Poch has gone on about rotation and having to play different players for different games to keep them fresh, but yeah, why did Dyer not start? If we're talking about matching them for physicality and, and tenacious play, yeah, you put then, him in. then you put him in instead with Dev, of... With Dembele, maybe. 
Oh, I mean, oh. that goes back to your formation. Yeah. Like, well, he's, yeah. he's trying to play two up front, but the, he, the he, got it wrong. he got he got it and against against down. a really strong Watford side who have those two midfielders who are, who are Goliaths in Pereira and and no, and Capu and uh, sorry, Capu and and and, and the Cor- yeah. um, Help me, help me. Yes, Cor- uh, that you've got. One, one, essentially one midfielder and you've got two up front and the, the, I guess the game plan might be that we have the technical ability to have one, one in midfield and play out and create so, have so much space up front but it, it just didn't work sorry buddy go on. No, Dembele reminds me of um, Boxer in Animal Farm that <laughs> you know where he held whoa any... it's a spo- you're going to spoil it are you going to spoil it gonna... gonna... if people haven't read Animal Farm then by now, fucking skip, shame on you skip ahead shame on the... one minute shame on you so Boxer holds the, everything together he builds that fucking win even though he keeps getting knocked knocked down doesn't win the league they try and rebuild it doesn't win the league they try and rebuild it he's the fucking one that does it all but eventually he can't do it anymore and what happens to him gets fucking put in a van and, and then where does he go mm-hmm. he goes that's to the glue a, a retirement home no. <laughs> it doesn't because that's not where animals go he goes to the glue factory but that's because they, they, wa- they watch it they watch him they watch him as he goes off. Ain't that one of the most heartbroken? That once in a day would have destroyed the van, but now just a little drum. He doesn't have the energy or strength because he's done all he can to build the rebuild yeah. the windmill, and they just put him in a fucking van and they send him to the glue factory. <laughs> Dembele's gonna get off to go to China. Yeah, he <laughs> that's the glue factory. Glue factory. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Um, Winks came back. Um, he did look bright. He did look completely out of... It's like a boxer who comes back in time and ain't there. It's going to take time. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, he, needs, he needs match fitness. But, and, and but you saw little moments of glimpses yeah. where he got the ball, he turned and burst the speed. I think if he can stay fit with Pochettino's tutelage and the opportunities he's going to get, given the fact that we haven't signed anyone, I think there's going to be a platform for him to play yeah, under. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, and, I, and I actually look at our midfield, and and I know we were after Jack uh, Graylish and, and whoever else, and we wanted we wanted to see him, and we're banging, we we dreamt about Luka Modric and whatever else, but we do have depth in the middle, but it's reliant on these injuries, and it's reliant on whether Victor Wanyama can come back. What's and going on? Is he back in full training? Is he in full training? It's worrying, isn't it? But someone said somewhere that he was in full training. No, no, he is. I think he's back training. He's getting back squad. in. He's not squad ready. He would have been great for Watford. Yeah. Fucking Lamella would have been great. I'm not a Lamella fan, but he would have been great. Like, yeah, he's, he's never there when you fucking oh. need him. Uh, Genesis on Match of the Day says, Spurs can't play badly and win. Do you oh, go along with this? Chat shit. We've, we've played badly many times and won. Yeah, thank it is, you. It's, not, it's weird, isn't it? It's like a weird throwaway pundit, tri- pundit right. comment. I've got loads of shit to say. Go on. Genus, I love him. Right. I think he's a better pundit than he was a footballer. And I don't mean that in not having a go at him because I think Genus was the poster boy for Tottenham in that he had so much potential and on his day he was fantastic I mean he always used to dick Arsenal so he got love he's that. always got against he Arsenal he was yeah. so informed against him but he he was a bit I don't know if he didn't have a backbone he's just a nothing player really yeah he, he, he had he didn't have the courage the bravery of a Gerrard you look at Gerrard's application he goes into every game like it's the last game he's ever going to play yeah. you know that kind of fucking I'm the best midfielder in the country if Genus was a bit of a cunt it'd be world class but he wasn't and T nailed it in our WhatsApp group he said that Genus when he said, made this comment about Tottenham he was just trying to sound clever do a little sound bite the thing about Spurs is like there's always a narrative like 
are they going to keep hold of their place? They've got to keep hold of Harry Kane. They've got to do. They've got to win away in the big six. And most of the time, you look into this, and it's like it's bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And again, like Vardy has made my point already. Far quicker than me, but hello, spooky. Fucking let me do my shit. He talks a lot. <laughs> um, I've derailed myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Brilliant. You see his eyes. Yeah, you yeah. see his eyes. He's actually like, "Oh fuck, where am I?" Go on. All right. The 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 thing the, the thing about what Gene has said about this being a. Go on. Look at your notes. Right. Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about winning, having to win games when you play badly. Yeah. That's, a, that's bullshit. It's, like a nonsense, Spurs, it's a nonsense statement. I mean, Spurs, if anything, what, one of the traits they, they started creating under AVB, for fuck's sake, was... was Winning badly. It was, you, know, you know when we used to run out of steam in the last 10 minutes and lose games? Yeah. And we turned that mentality around. It was under Poch, like in, in the season that we went to Watford, we scored that last minute, and it was always... Yeah, solid, not, wasn't it? Yeah, there was always last minute... That was, a great, that was a great night. And you could argue we, we weren't playing that well. Now, I know... Tottenham's standard has, has, risen. has risen massively. Yeah. And I guess the expectancy now is that when we do play Watford and we lose, that is a total waste of three points for a, for a team that's meant to be challenging in inverted commas for the title. But this is just one fucking game. Come back to me, Genus, if we've done this three or four times before Christmas. Then it's a problem. Then we've got a problem. But people make comments now because they're on TV and they've got to say something. Much like people on Twitter have got to say something. Much like I'm saying something now. We're talking about football because it's what we do and what we love. We've all got opinions about it. But half this shit doesn't matter. So let's end the pod. Get yeah. down the pub. Yeah. Anyone got coke? A couple of brasses. <laughs> yeah. Brasses. Coke, there's nothing, honestly. There's no problems in this world. I'm sure you two will attest to this. That couldn't be solved by a gram of gear and a couple of high-class brasses. Yeah, sorted. Fair enough. <laughs> Look at the dip- diplomatic. Yeah, all the shit you said. And now you. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the shit you, you said. Your missus doesn't listen to this, so just feel free to. Uh... How do you know? Oh shit! How that was I comedy. Know? I don't even know. If <laughs> that was comedy. I don't even know if my missus listens to it. Just that was a joke. <laughs> that was clearly a joke. I don't want the silence over. Fucking sometimes lasts forever. In conclusion, Genus, I, I, I just think he's uh, look, having a dig look, for, for yeah, we're, dig we're, reasons. Like. It, no, I, I don't think he's being a dick. I'm just no, no, he's having a dig for reasons to Sorry, just yeah. have something to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, understood. Uh, I, I think um, we're, we're pundits, a lot of them, and in Genus, even if they're ex-fan, ex-players, they're not watching it like we're watching it. We're fans and we, we understand the nuances of our football club. These pundits don't. They're given fact files by people that write them and they, they're given, like, sometimes these are 10 pages deep, 10 pages of A4 notes, and the fight got's done on one side of A4, <laughs> and we talk within an hour. These guys have got to do sound bites for... All their content. It's all about creating content. That's yeah, what I think. and Genius, when he says that, would, he may have believed it, he may have just read it off a page. He, mm. you know, and, and the thing is with fans, is when you, when you look at your ex-players and you look at the pundits on the screen you expect them to know everything that you know about your football club and sometimes they're going to get it wrong so Genus would have been sitting there going oh fuck I'm not sure what to say here I'm going to say this and that's what it would have been about um the Man City, uh, game uh, in the League Cup played against MK Don in, at the MK Don Stadium if the EFL gives permission uh, by the time you listen to this that decision will be made but hypothetically if it has been made and we are going to play at the MK Don Stadium 
for the League Cup game against Watford, do you have any issues with it? Is it the best solution? Do you, do you have any issues about MK Dons being being? You know, obviously we're benefiting from the fact that the, the football club's been ripped away from its genuine fans in in Wimbledon. Um, we've done a season. You don't care. I know that already. We've done, a, we've done a season at Wembley. We're doing more games at Wembley. No, the, the point, this game has to be played somewhere. Where, where why else? there though? Where else? Where else can we play? Give me a viable solution. I don't think that I don't think Spurs are picking that just to upset us. No, I, no, absolutely not. I don't know. I don't. If think there was a different option, I'm sure they would go for it. What what possible option could there be? Fuck, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> well, why is that an option and, and, and other stadiums aren't they? Nothing happened in the Milton Keynes that day. I don't know. They're, they're not in the Premier League. You know, it's not like we can play it. Up. Are they out of the cup? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean. It's a, it's a football stadium. Can, I, we, I, I, can I, we not just I'm sort a, of veto the game? I'm a fan of Serie A, where teams share stadiums all the time. Mm. And I'm, so playing one game in Milton Keynes, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, what doesn't matter in the, in the grand scheme of things for me. Liverpool draw Napoli. Yeah. And it, what are Napoli like this year? They just got spanked three 0 the weekend. Brilliant. <laughs> just perfect timing, isn't Napoli, it? Absolutely fucking perfect. Napoli are getting ready so to Sar- fold. So was the guy. Sorry, Jorginho was the guy. But the thing is, they've got David Ospina in goal at the moment. The fucker can't save anything. Well, what's happened to the other Reina went to Milan. I don't care. <laughs> um, I, look, I, look I, I understand. And, and, the, and the trust came out with a statement saying... Oh, man, that was... Yeah. Go on. No, I was, was going to say that. The so, right, let's just, just in case people know. The trust came out of a statement saying, more or less, that... That they um, they didn't approve of the decision to play the game at Milton Keynes Dons, and okay, it was based Dons. on their their, although some would disagree on their membership as well. So so a lot of people think that the trust is a voice a, a voice piece, uh, whatever spokesman spokes 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 a group that represents <laughs> all, 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 all Tottenham fans. A gender fluid group. Yeah, a gender, <laughs> a gender fluid. Trans acceptance group <laughs> uh, who um, represent the, all Spurs fans when talking to the club. That's not true. The club, the trans, the trans, <laughs> the trust, the trust represents um, the, their members, the people that subscribe to them, uh, that, that, that get involved and vote for the trust. They, they, they're only representative of their members. If you want to have a voice, if you want to get through to the club, the trust is the best way to do it. Become a member of the trust. Then you can contribute genuinely. The problem with mostly the people on Twitter, they go to the trust and go, "Well, you're the voice of the fans. You're the voice of the fans." That isn't the case. But they have made a stand about MK Dons, which some of the Spurs fans out there probably don't agree with. And whether or not they're members or not is always going to be a sticky situation. But they have to make some stand. And I think for the betterment of the game, and the fact that what Milton MK Dons did to the original Wimbledon fans. I think that if if you can't make a stand about that, which is genuinely despicable in my eyes, because this could happen to Tottenham, we could be bought by some sort of oligarch who wants to move all home games to another country. I can't. I could see that happening one day. You know, it's a, it's just the thin, thin thin end of a wedge, and. You, what will happen is no one really gives a shit that we're playing this game in the MK Dons but they will give a shit one day when three of our games are played in America but aren't we playing a game at a stadium we're not playing 
at MK Dons, if you know what I mean. It's a ground which is available for us to use. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, and, and the, uh, the so argument... Sometimes you've got to separate the kind of emotion from the fact that we need somewhere to play. But uh, I'd go back to my previous statement, is that it's... You, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. But it's, could, it's it could have just been Milton Keynes... If it had been Milton Keynes Albion Stadium instead of MK Dons, would, you wouldn't have any issue with it. No, I would if it was the, it's the same football club that I mean, was if it taken hadn't, from Wimbledon. Yeah, if it hadn't been taken from Wimbledon, if it had been I, 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 I would have liked it to be played at Harringay Borough because no, 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 no one gives a shit. So let's pack out that one thousand seater stadium <laughs> and just see what happens. Barnet over in Harrow that could have been done. Um, I don't know the answer, but it does leave a sour taste in the mouth from Spurs' perspective. They they clearly don't give a shit about the traditions of the football club, MK Dons, uh, or or. The, the glorious foundations of our of our game all they care about and for good reason is the bottom line let's get this game let's get it I done think, and I get think it out of the way every club is is probably going to kind of tell that sort of line in terms of it's about for them it's about hosting the game somewhere just get it done and yeah and they, they, I, I think I remember being quite vocal in terms of MK Don Stadium being the option, the alternative Wembley. to Wembley. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of, it kicked off about that at the time. And I know some people are like, I don't give a shit, I'm a Spurs fan. Why do I give a fuck about another club? And then they start bringing in the politics of, well, well AFC Wimbledon or the original Wimbledon might have got what they deserved. I mean, I don't know enough about it. I do know what a franchise is. And I know someone around King, Kingstonian the ground. Well, uh, yeah, this is yeah, exactly. So I, don't this, the, I don't know what the story is there. I, I, I don't know enough about it. That's why I'm, I'm kind of I'm almost in this in this position where I don't give a shit because I don't give a shit about the Carabao Cup as a, as a starting point. Even though some people are going to say we've got a good chance of winning it, but we that wouldn't be out. enough for anyone anyway. No, we, we don't set out to win that cup. You win would it. you be happy, buddy, if we just won the Carabao Cup this year? I wouldn't mind that actually. All right, it's a day out, but it's not. It's, it's, it's not a testament to anything else. And people are going to go. Carabao Cup. I know. Finish top four and win that. Be, it's a great. Season. Yeah, take it now, right now. Here, <laughs> I'll bite your hands. But yeah, the the, the, the politics of. Uh, I mean, we bought Deli Ali from from that club for for five years. And now we've and put, somewhat, somewhat and that, on, on Twitter said, "What should we do? Transfer him back?" Like, <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. We all fucking like love Deli Ali. He's amazing in wherever he is. I just, I just think we paid five million to a club that was a franchise football club. Yeah, no, but this and, uh, is my point. It. Football. Let's let's get one thing straight, right? As supporters, as football clubs, as players, everyone involved in football, we are hypocritical, whether we set out to be or not. We are by our, by our very nature, and that comes to defending players when they get recarded for studs up tackles, or, or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Things, Hugo Lloris, drink driving, all this kind of stuff. We find a way to rationale, uh, rationalise and defend and deflect and whatever else. No, it's not great that we're playing there, but we haven't got a fucking stadium at the minute. You know, we're playing out of Wembley still. We're trying to get our actual home sorted. Mm. And if this is the only viable alternative, fuck it, play it. I hope we get fucking knocked out and we don't have to talk about the fucking League Cup again. Yeah, but, but we're t- just gypsies, man. We've got to put, <laughs> we've got to put our fucking caravan so somewhere. Just, we should Arsenal I, fans for being nomads. But, we're but, they, but, but someone on Twitter, or a couple of people on Twitter, were saying, if, if you're moaning about MK Dons, why don't... What, you know, and you go to Arsenal away, then fuck you. Because yeah, they are a franchise. But for me, that's bullshit because it's fucking Arsenal. If Arsenal are playing 
in a swamp. It's talking a hundred years of history, though, yeah. right? As opposed to exactly. some weird football club that has exactly. nothing to do with. Has, has a Premier League team <clears throat> ever played as many home games away from home as us? I mean, I mean, in the history of fucking football, has a team? No, Tottenham race, man. No. In, I've been away from that. MK Dons, Wembley. Like, there's two, already two home stadiums and there must be somebody uh, there's a lot of fans going you mental about how Spurs have been given dispensation to Fuck do it, to do it. No, 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 I, oh, no I get it 100% agree yeah. but I'm just saying this is a conversation well, that's been having there's, like, I've got an Arsenal fan this fucking weirdo I don't know if he listens to this probably probably because he's fucking obsessed this guy Seb, I can't remember his name doesn't matter DM me every single literally daily saying you lot should be dot points, dot points. Where's your dot points? You're a scumbag. It's not an advantage playing at three different fucking stadiums, mate. What's he talking about? Well, he just thinks that, that we're somehow bending the rules, oh. not knowing that the very foundations of his own football club were built on skullduggery and bending the rules oh. because he's some sort of fucking speng. I had a good thing provide me with evidence he, for that. He, he's some what of, of what, what Arsenal did. I just had to. I, 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 I laughed it's, at it because he's, it's, the, the guy Henry Norris. Who, who, who owned Arsenal at the time, who first tried to merge them with Fulham, then um, moved them to North London and you know, raped our women and took our jobs, but also um, used nefarious means to guarantee their promotion to the Premier League or the, the top division yeah, they, at the they, time. They bribed their way in. They bribed their way in through, through skullduggery. And they, they, they're the only team in professional sport to, to get their place in the top league without merit this guy Henry Norris later was yeah, he was, was done wasn't he? he was done and was unable to run a football club ever yeah. again this is what what a cunt he is and what all Arsenal fans are because they're, they're from him they're, they're like, they, they shot out of his rivelled little green <laughs> cock and, and, and then from, from with that cock spewed Arsenal fans <laughs> and that's, that's what it is and, 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 and what's weird now I know I'm going off tangent but what's um, weird is that now that we're better than them now that we, we're, we're going to finish above them they're, they're just this fucking weird football club who, with, with celebrity fans like DT and um, Troops and all those guys right is, is you look at them, it doesn't like we always used to laugh about it. So it doesn't matter how good Arsenal fans, it doesn't matter how better you are than us. We can't lose and you can't win. Doesn't matter. Mm. And never is that more true than yeah. right now because I don't feel anything about being above them anymore. I just feel like it's actually a letdown because we, we've always wanted to be in this position where we think I we're in a better position than, I, than you lot. I used to, like, I used to look at Arsenal and and and, and when they'd come to play at White Lane, I'd think. Fuck, they're going to do us again. I can't cope with it. I can't mm. cope with it. Now I'm like, you're barely a fucking football club and your fan base is a joke. And not only that, every weekend you make yourselves a laughing stock every single weekend. Like, never has it been truer that they can't win and we can't lose. But a- apparently, we're not an North London club. We're Middlesex. Middlesex. That's, yeah. that's the latest. Uh, that's not latest. Trend. They've been saying that for ages. Yeah. They're just a fucking weird, <laughs> weird, weird bunch of people. Anyone who chooses to support Arsenal has done so purely because of Match of the Day I did and not- FIFA. And can anybody, re- any of these cunts, really give it to you in any way that winds you up? I did numbers on Twitter by just stating all- exactly what you're talking about now. And also, I did the fact that if they hadn't have been moved, most of them 
would be Spurs. All of them would have been. So, in fact, or Man City or Chelsea, and that's that. That, what? that sums them up. And do you know what? Fucking, I'm so glad Arsenal turned up in North London. I'm so fucking happy because you imagine any of them fucking vermin, like coming anywhere near us. Like it's a good what? thing because it, 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 it's like a, it's like the gene pool. Right, you know the fucking pricks who jump off bridges and die. Do you know what I mean on YouTube? No, 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 not, not, not. Sorry, I'm not talking about people. Oh, that people that, 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 that shit. My sorry, heart sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm talking about like uh, people that do tricks on YouTube, or they're like, oh, look at me, I'm a YouTuber, I'm going to dive off a bridge, and it's going to be great for my views. You're cleansing the gene pool. Crack on. I mean, it's the same thing with with Arsenal fans. They come to come to North London, and what they did is cleansed our gene pool, and now we've got the good shit over at Spurs and all the fucking rotten shit is over there it's true my, 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 grand, my granddad used to say that when he well, I don't know whether he remembers or whether he was passing on what had happened but Spurs fans would go and watch Arsenal and mm. the casuals gravitated so their entire foundation in North London is based on casual football supporters rather than... Uh, yeah, I'm this. Now, people might go, well, no, actually, back then, people weren't as passionate as about football and the loyalties were a little bit sort of... I don't believe that at all. So you're right. Mm. Oh, you put it when far Spurs, more elegantly yeah. than I did just then. I'm not sure if it's elegant. <laughs> when Spurs played away, they, the casuals used to go watch yeah, Arsenal. No, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. So any, any kind of fraction. I mean, they, 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 they renamed Gillespie Road, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They don't have... Well, well we're going to do that as well with the Tottenham Hotspur fucking bullshit. Yeah, but you, you know what that's about? That's that's just about uh, sponsorship I know. shit. They want to get rid of White Hart Lane Station I know. just because they want to get rid it of... It will never happen. White Hart Lane because they want to rename the stadium to the Nike Stadium. So what we're going to do with this fans bit money? Like... <laughs> All that stuff about needy fans, forget it. I've just come up with a better idea. Oh. Is we're going to pay to to get someone to build a sign so when this Tottenham Hotspur Stadium come uh, uh, station comes out, we'll build the signs and plaster over it, cement it, fucking gorilla glue it <laughs> on, <laughs> onto onto the white. So so you, you go to the. That shit. You, do you, know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Don't you? In the the underground station. Uh, it's the Tottenham Hotspur Station or whatever it is, Tottenham Station. And then over it, White Hart Lane. And loads of little stickers to stick on the tube maps as well. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to pay for all of this stuff. Um, we've got, <laughs> speaking on... Oh, it's a good time to talk about Daniel Levy very quickly because we've overrun already. Uh, Daniel Levy's statement, uh, he's come out and he said... I'm just going to read a section of it. Uh, he said, uh, he said uh, we're all focused... This is about the stadium. We're all focused on ensuring contractors deliver our new stadium in the shortest possible period of time, opening our, our stadium at the earliest opportunity. The consequences of not being able to open a stadium on the 15th of September against Liverpool have been immense. Building a venue of this scale is, is, um, that is open to the general public is a huge undertaking. We are creating in Tottenham a unique world-class stadium with pioneering technology and engineering. Amongst the consequences of the delay have been the substantial addition of costs, not least of which the need for alternative venue hire, along with the inconvenience of our fans, of the uh, of those of our opposition, like, fuck their moogers or shit. Key here, because this is in direct contrast to what the original statement came out with, was I want to apologise once again and thank you for all your support. Many of you have taken the time to write to us and commend us for what we're doing for the club. When, you're fa- when you face times like this in an organisation, in its teamwork, it's pulling together that gets you through, blah, blah, blah. What, what do you think? He, 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 it's just the apology. Yeah, he important. had to make a more direct apology. Obviously, people will 
we'll, we'll, we'll not see through it. I probably think that it's a bit late in 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 the day. I, you know, I, I don't know what it is about the way my head works. I, I always I don't fall into the middle because I don't want to take a side, but I feel things aren't black and white. Of course, right? I don't think in in most in, in with this. I think the problem most people have is the lack of transparent communication, and I don't know whether that transparency was ever possible in the early days because they might have spoken with the with the builders, construction guys, whatever, and said, "What's the date?" You know, can we can we go with these fixtures? And they're, they're like, "Yes, yeah, right." So you 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 trust them. So as a company, well, it, it can just... you can you actually say, actually, you know what, you've given us that date. I'm going to put a two-month buffer because well, I don't trust you. No, absolutely not. So this is what he said. He said, we are now uh, being regularly updated on progress. Yeah. And as soon as we have confidence in our project managers and contractors' ability to deliver against the revised schedule of works, we shall be, we shall be able to issue dates for I, test events and the official I, I think we, the club were maybe ambi- too ambitious, too enthusiastic, too excited. These were to promises that would have been given to them by people that yeah. they've employed. And maybe that's where the naivety was. I mean, some of the shit that you read about, like, why is it everybody knows someone knows something? Like, it's like the ITK, but for construction. Like, I I know, but I can't share. Don't tell me you fucking know then. If you're not willing to share, that's about some guy's ego on the internet. Probably, like, like it's like supposedly. It's like when when you get a a picture from from uh, uh, back in the day, a long time ago, a a picture from a lovely lady, and. she just gives you a little bit of a minge, a but not the full minge. Bit of hair. That's what it's saying. That's what Spurs have done. They've only given you a li- tiny little yeah. bit of the minge, not enough to knock one out to. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that, by the way. Me neither. No comment. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, what, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I mean, uh, you don't feel nothing. No, nothing. What is wrong? Like, I don't know what you want. You, you, you what, what do you want? Like, ninety minutes of glorious football all the time. Do you want? I just not, want, do, I just do, want do, do you understand that the traditions of the game <laughs> and how important they are? Do you understand the fact that sometimes building a big fucking stadium is hard? I swear, I agree with this. So you got hard. nothing to say. I just want Tottenham to play a fucking formation that makes sense. <laughs> yes, buddy. Let's go. Now we got windy. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth updates, looking at our young players and players out on loan. And there's quite a lot to talk about this week. So firstly, the under-23s lost 2-1 to Arsenal on Friday night. It was a pretty shocking performance, if I'm honest. I didn't think the team selection was all that great. With Edwards gone and Shashua also on loan, there was very little creativity in our side. I thought Dylan Markande might get shifted up, but alas, no. So... We lined up with um, essentially four central midfielders, plus Shayna Harrison behind uh, the striker Parrot, which, as you'd expect, didn't really work out very well. Arsenal played superbly, I thought. Uh, they missed the penalty. Brandon Austin made a really good save after Tanganga was rather harshly judged to have uh, made a foul in the box. But Spurs just never got going. And I thought on the night we only really had two good players who were the ever-reliable Oliver Skip. And Brandon Austin in goal. Troy Parrott's got himself sent off rather ridiculously. Um, Arsenal made a foul on Jack Rolls, which was a pretty bad foul. And it resulted in this huge scuffle. 
Parrott went over and pushed over an Arsenal player literally right in front of the referee and was shown a straight red. So not a good moment for him. The under-18s had more success, though. They beat Southampton 5-2 away on Saturday morning, um, which is obviously a very impressive result, but not least because they were missing a bunch of players who'd played in the in the under-23s match the previous night. So they were playing without Parrott, without Magoma, without Lyons Foster, I guess you could say without Skip. And and yet they won 5-2, very impressive indeed. Um the goals came from Jeremy McKendy, who scored a couple, Dylan Markande, Ryan Clark and Phoenix Patterson. And by all accounts, Jamie Bowden had a great game in midfield. He's a player I really, really like. A uh, very classy, elegant central midfielder who passes the ball really well. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing him progress this season. In terms of Aloneys, I've mentioned already that Edwards is gone. So the loan moves until January at least are Carter Vickers having joined Swansea for the season, Shashua having joined Atletico Baleares for the season, Marcus Edwards joining Excelsior for the season in the Eredivisie, Josh Onoma joining Sheffield Wednesday and Connor Ogilvy joining Gillingham until the end of December. Uh, overall, some reasonable moves there. I'm I'm slightly, slightly sad that Onoma has not been kept around the first team squad but at least he will play at Sheffield Wednesday. He's been given the number seven shirt, uh, which which bodes well. Hopefully he'll get a full season in central midfield for them and come back stronger next year. Edwards made his debut for Excelsior in their uh, 4-2 defeat to Den Haag. He came on for the final 10 minutes to try and create stuff. And if you go to my Twitter feed, at WindyCoys, you will see that I retweeted the highlights video that someone made. Uh, basically Edwards doing Edwards things. He He's showing good tight control, taking on players in the box, not always successful, but trying to make things happen. So look forward to seeing more of Marcus Edwards in the Eredivisie. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for coming you Spurs. After the Fighting Cop podcast, thank you very much, Windy, once again. Like, unbelievable consistency. Harry Kane-esque. Um, Champions League squad's been named Carl Walker, Peterson, Foyth miss out we've only got 22 players but Inter Milan have got 20 20 do you need 25 players to win the Champions League? Um, no you just need like 13 really good ones do you, exactly do you need 25 players to get out of the group stages our group uh, it depends how often you want to rotate it'd be in an ideal world you win your first three games kind of <laughs> Virtually qualify and then... We've done that in the league and you hate Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) Very different. But I I don't understand why Carl Walker-Peters has been left out. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm sure there is a good reason. They wouldn't leave him out just to be a dickhead. (laughs) There must (laughs) be a good reason. But he's homegrown, he fits in there. Why haven't they done that? I I don't know, but it's it's a weird decision. But Inter have only got 20 because they've been hit with um, financial fair play and they're kind of trying to, like win some brownie points in UEFA saying look we'll purposely leave out extra players that kind of shit really? yeah that's kind of like a that. weird behaviour well, it's yeah, Italian yeah. football though isn't it buddy? a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> just is uh, what, what do you think about the draw when it came out Barcelona 
Um, um, I was quite PSV. happy to get Barcelona because yeah, it's actually a fuck them. Fucking, I would have played the best. Spurs are going to win. For mm. <laughs> 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 those, if, they, if that was inaudible, uh, <laughs> Barry just went. I'm mm, not sure that's going to happen. I mean, the, Barcelona went one 0 down on the weekend. Then it was just like, oh fuck, Barcelona one 0 down. They came back and spanked them eight two. Well, there you go. But um, it'd be, I really, I've always, it's a lifetime ambition of mine to see Leo Messi play. So it would be amazing to Good see for you. Play. Good for you. Can we beat them? Uh, we, if we get two points off them, we will, we will qualify. Yeah. Well, that's. I think, fuck it, six points off them. Like, that's fucking. We're Spurs. <laughs> I reckon we, we might do uh, Wembley. Like we did Madrid. I, I, on nights like that, there's, there's something about yeah. us as a fan base and and the players reacting to the expectancy that the supporters. It's something magical. It, it's. I know we don't have White Hart Lane anymore, but those glory, glory nights have still kind of transcended into into that fucking stadium mm. that we don't want to play in, that we've got to play in. Um, all three games uh, are at Champions League. Uh, yeah, no, at they're Wembley, all. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, so was it Wembley, PSV, and who's the other? Inter. Inter. So in the Milan, are they any good this year? They are because they've got they still got players. They're in transition. They're right. in a weird team transition. They spent a lot of money. They were like they won the, the transfer market kind of thing. They made some decent signings. Who did they buy? Um, Nangalan they signed oh really um, the centre back from Lazio for free they signed this really promising Argentinian Lautaro Martinez who's meant to be quite good but hasn't really set the world on fire and a couple of other guys did they, did they hold on to Icardi they held on to Icardi plus they got the free Icardi plus they got Icardi. The, <laughs> they got the free Croatians so you know there's a lot to be hope Perisic. for them Perisic Brozovic and they're Pistalco. a good team they're a good side they, so they, how come they were in pot four uh, because they haven't been in the Champions League since we spanked them. I really? Think. Has I, it been that long? I think. So. Maybe they've had one. And who's their manager now? Uh, Spalletti, who I really like. Spalletti's former of Sampdoria? Roma. Maybe Sampdoria, but he's Roma. He's a ball chap. Right. He's quite nice. I quite like how he plays his teams. But they, they're they starting to settle now, even though they won they won at the weekend without Icardi up front. But I still think now is a good time to play him before they kind of find their rhythm. So do you feel like we've got a very difficult group, but harder than last year? Uh, I don't know. Last year when our group came out, there was obviously one team which was complete whipping boys. And then there was Dortmund, who we didn't know, and they ended up being not very good. Yeah. Um, I think Inter are probably a little bit better than, um, than Dortmund. But that first game is key. Win that because if we lose that first game, all of a sudden we've backed ourselves into a corner. Who's the first game? Inter. If we take a point away or home, away. If we take a point, good. If we win, fantastic. If we win away, if we win away, we'll qualify for sure. Do you think that there there is an Inter Milan podcast out there going talking about Spurs right now and, yeah. and, and worry, being worried by how shit scared? Really? Well, did you do you see that Twitter poll by I think the official Barcelona account? <laughs> Right, 80% were more worried about Tottenham yeah. than anyone else I've got no idea whether any of those Barcelona fans voting were Catalans or whether they were Barcelona's worldwide yeah. but why would they fans. focus on Spurs well because they they, they, they Spurs are high, high profile these when, days, when Barcelona I mean? fans were looking at pot two I'm sure they, we weren't a team they yeah. wanted to draw I mean they'd maybe not watch us so much but uh, they know, they know they we know. beat Real Madrid yeah. last season yeah. but we're not we're a good, we're a good well, team is this about Spurs fans that looking at and, and, and kind of adapting an age old philosophy of us being 
not very good and not really you know deserving, deserving of, of our place yeah. like we got yeah, we got Barcelona away and everyone's going mental because we haven't played them God, fuck. For a long since Steve Perryman scored an own goal, I think. Yeah, so you're talking about like 80s. Yeah. So it's almost like we don't deserve to be there. Mate, after all those years of, of Europa League, we've, yeah, we've earned it. We have earned it. And I know some people, I saw a lot of tweets, a lot of tweets from people saying, I'd rather have an easy group and then play the big teams later. We had an easy and group two years ago and we got knocked out. But, yeah. but, the, but Flav, it. Isn't it more about like it's? I can't believe I'm going to say Just, this, but it's more about it's the journey that you take to get somewhere. Okay, if we have an easy group and we qualify, I think people are more obsessive about we have qualified, so I won't lose, I won't be shamed by any rival supporters because I can say we got out of the groups. But whereas I, I think for me and maybe for, for other people as well. It's more about who we're playing and, and creating those moments and those defining yeah. games. And you can go back and say, remember that night Barcelona and Messi turned up at Wembley yeah. and we beat them 3-1. Do you, know, do you know what it is? is that when we first qualified for the Europa League, Prague, Slavia Prague we drew in, in, in the Europa League. And we took, it's got to be somewhere between four or 5,000 for Europa League qualifying game, I think it was. Um, and as time's progressed, people have been less interested in going to... I mean, there are a hardcore group of Spurs fans who travel regardless, no matter who we're playing, and Godspeed to all of them, incredible support. But it got to a stage now where it took something like Barcelona to get people excited. We weren't even that excited to go back to the Bernabeu because we'd done it. We, we were on this upward tra- trajectory, albeit without any trophies, and it's taken the biggest side in world football that we haven't already met hmm. to, to get that excitement like my brothers were like fucking get tickets get tickets get tickets yeah, we've got yeah, to go yeah, we've yeah, got to yeah, go yeah. we've got to go and they're not going there because it's a fucking day trip they're going there because they believe Tottenham are going to turn over Barcelona at the new Camp something <laughs> that no one no no club really does you know having very, Kane hat-trick at the new Camp three penalties would be amazing <laughs> and is it is it outside the, the realms of possibility no, no of but, but that's what's beautiful but this is I think I but, and that's why I struggle with people that, that, that dig out Spurs or, or, or throw mud at the club. I'm not talking about you, buddy. That's right. Uh, but, you know, because, it, oh, we haven't won trophies or what, whatever it is. For, for the match they go and fan, you're offering all kinds of new experiences. And we may just well do them. We may not. We probably won't. But it could be we've had many many glory nights on the road to, to where we've become now mm. and why can't we beat uh, Barcelona at the new camp, new camp and, and certainly why can't we beat them at Wembley yeah with, without that and I think, I think people I, I, I know there's this thing where as you level up you, you, you shouldn't look back to when you were lower level and, and think about oh well look at where we are now compared to where we were and then just settle for where we are but the thing is, we're up against seasoned teams that win silverware domestically and, 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 and some of the very elite, like the top but it, it, 2%, uh, I yeah. don't know what it is, but the top 2% are the ones that win all the trophies in Europe. So what we're up against, we're, we're, we're not pretenders, but we're not, con- we're not really contenders. Well, look, look pound at our, pound. our first so, 11. Who, like, there are three players that get into that Barcelona side. Yeah. Harry Kane gets into that side probably I know he's more of a Real Madrid player yeah 
but I think Harry Kane could probably play for Barcelona. I think Vertonghen could play for Barcelona Toby and, and well. Alderweireld yeah. plays for Barcelona. Yeah, definitely. Maybe even Lorries. Ericsson could do a job. Ericsson, they, they mooted the, the even. Well, Ericsson wants to, wants to end up there. I think that was his his dream way back when he was at Ajax. I think that was his. Most every player's. Dream yeah, without that, because you, 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 you're representing one of the biggest clubs on the planet, and you know if you're good enough to play for them, you're going you're gonna to win trophies because they win trophies. Because they're, they're, there's only two or three teams in Spain that win trophies, and. Yeah. And then on a Champions League level, Barca, Real Madrid, maybe one or two others are always the favourites for it. So you have you've completed the fucking game if you get to play for, for those clubs. Mm. And I get why professionals want to play for the, the best clubs on the planet, but what Spurs are doing should be... We should be fucking super proud. I'm not saying we settle for it, because there's always that little bit more. You know when we were shit, right? We were fucking shit. Mm. And I, I, I don't know if it was you, Bardi, on a pod. I'm sure we've all mentioned this at some point. We used to dream about always getting into Europe or challenging. playing the biggest sides. And mm. people, and, and I guess this is where the hatred comes from. Look at those fucking Spurs fans always dreaming above their stations. They think they're better than us. But I think we fuel the club's ambition because if we were like fucking West Ham supporters, who we were just we're the best fans in the world because look at us celebrating a corner when we're 5-0 down away to fucking Sunderland or whoever it was, look at us, we're always seeing... Yeah, but you don't fucking get anywhere because yeah. you're not doing enough as a fan base. You're accepting what you are and you're proud of what you are, which is fucking great. Yeah, I think that's mo- great. Most football clubs are in that position. They're never going to win anything. And I'm not saying belonging and having an identity with your club is the greatest thing ever. But Spurs fans, we kind of know that we've, we've got something that's in, that is in purgatory. We're just... Just that we're above everyone else, but we're not in amongst the top tier enough to know we can win the league. Yeah. But we're, they're, they're, we're, we're like... On the cusp. On the cusp. Um, you and it's a great fucking place to be. You know? send the midfielder away from winning the league. There you go, there he is. There he is. I'm teasing. I was, I was on said, one fuck then. all in a second, half. I was on one then. It's coming there. How can I say you know what, you know, No, but do you know what I'm saying? You get what, where I'm coming from. Yeah. Can, we, can, we, can we talk about something that, that, that we can unite behind? Go. Okay. go. West Ham. How funny is that? Oh, it's brilliant. They've spent how much money on so many of these, these players? They, West Ham won the, tra- uh, the transfer fucking window. Spurs haven't signed anyone. You look on mugs. Now what? Well, because they, they signed players who, who were never going to change their, um, their... They needed to change their philosophy and their beliefs. Yeah. And they needed to change the attitude of their football team. Mm. And they didn't sign any of those players that could do it's that. Like, Wilshere would just go in and mould himself to the surroundings. Felipe Anderson, who's a beautiful player, and if Spurs had got him and Pochettino would like, crack the whip at him, he might be something, but... At West Ham, he's just going to like revert to the norm almost. He's going to go, okay, this is how we play here, and they're never going to do anything. It was and obvious. This is a problem. They're weak because because the club think West Ham United. We've got to give them stylish football because that's what they're used to, supposedly. Yeah. So, rather where, than coming... Where, where, where does that come from? It's a fallacy, mate. It's, it behind, comes from back in the day, Trevor Brookin. Behind like, like, every stylish football team, there's a fucking rock-hard backbone. There's a backbone. Are you going back to Spurs again? No. Is it that midfielder or is it the... For example, the great Barcelona team of, uh, of Pep. 
You don't had fucking Puyo, 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 Busquets, Shabby. You had a fucking spine. West Ham have got no spine. They were jellyfish, man. They were yeah, all very pretty. They are. So, so West Ham Fan TV did, uh, they did a, a, a prediction, season prediction. Oh, this. that's amazing. Have you seen it? Yes. So, signed all these players and uh, Nicky, God bless him. I really do love him. He's a lovely, lovely man. Obviously hates Spurs. Well, remove that for a second. Yeah. Anyway, he goes, uh, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll never hear this, but I'm, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say, we can, we can finish both Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, reality sets in, life sets in, and uh, it is what it is. At, um, on Twitter, sorry, at MPH1982 did a really nice... Um, uh, Give that guy a follow. Yeah, re- really does really nice videos. He did a really nice montage of all the best bits on that West Ham TV show. I'll be very curb your enthusiasm. South Korea won't win the Asian oh, game. Yes. Go on, come on, son. <laughs> Get in there. Like, it, like. I was watching that like I was you watch it on YouTube, band, didn't you? Man, and you, you lot were talk- I didn't watch it, but you, you lot, were, you lot were talking on on uh, in the WhatsApp group. Come on, right? Like, like Japan, there are no mugs. There are no mugs. But it, I think I heard it was a Japan under twenty three team. Was it brilliant? Yeah. So Son's <laughs> like running around celebrating, and they beat another. It wasn't even three. full Japan. So that's like Crawley Town beating Spurs in the car- in exactly. the Checker Trade Trophy. Um, yes. Sorry to bring it down again, but well done. Son. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, son, he, uh, was that ever a real thing? Like he wouldn't if they wouldn't have made it do it during his his professional career. I don't know. Who knows? There's no chance that Son would have been made to become to go and do national service during his career. That like maybe at 35 or whenever it is afterwards. But I don't know. Were, I think I, the way there, I there is no it chance was, that would happen. That would have been ridiculously stupid. Well, considering that Spurs have got a contract with him, is he or, or the government going to compensate there'd, us for his? There'd be huge legal rank. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't have happened. So I don't know why like, I mean I appreciate that it's fun like mm. kind of celebrating the fact that he doesn't have to do military service but you would never have done that if anyone listening to this let me know if I'm completely wrong or if there are, there are ever any precedents that have been set where elite sportsmen have been made to do um, made to do military service during contracts that were worth so much money did or rather you- taking them more pragmatic approach to saying right you can do it after you you're not worth did you guys hear millions the, um, and millions of pounds did you hear the chart michael cox made up no he's from seoul but he's not a soldier oh well, well, hold on a minute that was i thought that was Whoa. a man united fan i no. think that guy's nicked it that, who's that michael seriously cox? i was just you was that, like I was, my next thing out of my mouth was that but yeah. it wasn't um it was the guy i forget his actual name that is that is to, to be to be fair though, that is genius. It's pretty. There's, good. No, no, hold on. There's a Spurs fan, yeah. uh, the guy that runs the Who Framed Raw Fox uh, blog. I don't know if you remember that back I in the day. I do remember it. Yeah. But, uh, he, um, he. It was pretty good. Yeah, no, no, he he, he, he was. Did he listen to the pod? I hope he does because he tweeted. Uh, no, um, no, hang on, hang on. Do you know he listens to the pod? I have no idea. So why, does, mention his name? why mention his name? I'm just saying because he If you he listen to the pod, tweet us, we've we'll got, retweet you. If he doesn't got, listen to the pod, don't listen to anything that Spooky's about to say. Go on. Right. He tweeted, we've got son, that he's not a soldier. And yeah. I, I retweeted that. And I, I mean, the last time I checked, he, was, he blew yeah. up that tweet. And I thought he was the... I'm sure it's, it's this something... This is what Michael of... Cox said this at Totally Football Show on Monday. I think they were called he Monday. He stole it. Someone's... someone's, someone's he, stole, he stole Although it. You're accusing at Zonal Market, <laughs> friend of the Extra Inch. Sorry. How many followers... He's a gooner. Yes, I'm... He's got, exactly I, I don't know, 50,000. 
Okay. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good chant. I've got some questions. Uh, if you had to fight the thing that your local pub is named after, would you win? Uh, it's from Lee Batik. My local pub is called Facebook. Chando's. I have, no, I have no idea what a Chando your lo- is. Your local pub's called Chando's. But the previous one was the, the Jolly Badger. I reckon I could knock the fuck out of a Jolly yeah, uh, Badger. Hopefully. But then, you've, got, you've got height on it. You've well, reach. I don't know. Would, can Badger stand on their hind legs? Uh, even if it could, it's like what's going to get pretty big, though. Get up to your knees at most. I could get it. Yeah, you could smash a Badger. I believe in you. What's your local... The, the Garnham Bushes. So it's a bush. It's a bush. Can I, can I so you've always been scared of a bit of bush. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's got to be completely... Have you, have um, you been, ever been afraid going to a sexual event? Not event. <laughs> a event? Se- se- a, sexual, <laughs> well, a, se- a sexual encounter. Have you ever been afraid? Like, felt the pressure of having to perform? Yeah, well, anything. Or just been scared. No, have you ever felt the feeling of being afraid when going into having sex? Me, no. I'm not saying the other person has. The other person, <laughs> is the other person conscious? Yeah, yeah. The other person was afraid, but I was fine. I was fine. <laughs> yeah. No, you've never I don't been know afraid. Where you're no, with it, mate. I'm just asking you, I'm asking afraid? you a question. Have you ever I mean, been when going... I was young, probably because you think at the time you've got to yeah. live up to certain expectations, but as when, when you're hitting your late teens and 20s, you're probably quite arrogant at that point. I, I once had an escapade in a certain town in Europe where I was walking along the street peeled off my nut uh, and some uh, uh, do, do I say this? It's too late now you're, you're like you're you've now. dived so, in so this girl whistled out the top of a window and she said come up this is I, I can't believe I'm saying this <laughs> uh, so she buzzed the door and I'm walking along the street one minute walking along the street next minute on your own? You, you... Oh, completely on my touch. I'd lost my battery, had died. Uh, I was under the influence of everything. And she whistled out the window and uh, she went, come up, come up. And I was like, there's no way she could even see me, what I look like, or any, any of that. Wow. I went upstairs. I'd be afraid, yeah. In that instance, I was afraid because yeah. I thought I was, might be honey trapped. Turns out it was fine. Just, it was all what right. What did she want? Just a chat? No, not chat, no. I don't know. She didn't demand money? No, she just had a... She just had the horn. She just had a bang. I always, me and my mate, we used to walk home from the tube station. Mm-hmm. Like, these were back in the days when we were poor and Uber didn't exist. And we always, we always wanted, just like a housewife, just to be <laughs> closing the curtains and just be alone and horny and just see us walking past and go, come in, boys. It never happened. Yeah, that would be incredible. But that, that did happen. She wasn't... I mean, I don't really remember her. I mean, it could have been anybody. Might have been a bloke. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what, what I do remember is that I didn't have any battery on my phone, and when I left there, I had battery. So, swings and roundabouts. Uh, with um, <laughs> uh, Cal Hutchins, 26, Twitter, he says, uh, with news breaking that Delhi, Yan, and Christian are all stumbling over their new contracts, how much would it cost to replace well, I, I've not. I've only seen the Yan quote. The Yan one, the, the direct quote from him is saying that he... He has a that we have the option on another year, yeah, so the bollocks. Was, I don't know what who was talking or, or what about tweeting. Delhi and Christian. What's, what's the rumors we, with those two? I haven't heard any. Delhi just signed a contract last year, but I don't know what the new contract uh, Ericsson has been uh, slight issues. I don't know because because the popular rumor that we've all entertained all summer long was that they they've signed contracts and Spurs haven't announced them, but now that's a little bit seems a little bit dubious why would they not announce new no, contracts if, if, they're, if they're there so definitely I not. mean if, if you're looking at the cost to replace them right now you're looking at 
200, 300 million. But we well, got Deli Ali is we signed them cheap and they were kind of unproven. Mm. And nowadays, we've got Yan for 12, he would cost 40. Yeah, absolutely. So Deli Ali is, is um, rated by or valued by Forbes as 170 million pounds. Wow, probably. Harry Kane is, I've said this already in this pod, is um. Would cost in the current market two hundred and two million pounds. Until Levy, this man, which rates him as the most expensive player in world football. Wow! More than Messi, wow. more than Neymar, more than Mbappe, age, more than all of them. Age, age, potential, and consistency over the last few like, seasons. Yeah, and length of contract. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't put him in the same. Uh, I don't tag him. The way I would tag Toby. Toby's obviously after his payoff. I think Yan has been so loyal to Tottenham. I know he had that wobble a few seasons back, but I think he will he will stay on. Will it be seven years by the end of his contract? Yeah, I think he'll stay. I think he, he's he, I think he's more than comfortable. Delhi and, and, and Christian worry me not because what they're saying publicly and through social media and the rest of it, they, they seem to be very pro Spurs and, and, and playing for Tottenham now. Come next summer, I haven't got a fucking clue. No, of course not. It well, depends what we do. And the thing is, I don't blame them either because. Ericsson is thinking if I've got a move I've got a move next summer probably because he, he's going to hit an age where he's yeah. going to miss out Delhi's got the fucking world at his feet he probably still has to prove people wrong he still has to prove that he can he can play at a certain level consistently for us to prove that he's worth a potential transfer how much would it cost to replace him to it's, it, you can't <laughs> Jesus put, Christ you cannot put either you, you can well, well, yeah, but yeah, well, he answered the question 500 million I, I answered the question we, you're we going build, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about we build about. the stadium and yeah. we sell it to finance replacing answer the, the question I just said 500 million yes no no that's bollocks no. we could sign Frankie De Jong for 40 million we could sign um, somebody uh, we could sign Frankie De Jong Frankie De Jong Frankie. What is that? Some sort of Oscar de Jong? He's on the IS. Oh, you two just need to shut up. <laughs> I don't know what. How much would it cost? You said 200, you said 500 million. No, I don't give a fuck. 100, 120. Brilliant. Thanks, Cal Hutchins, 26 on Twitter. If Troy Deeney was an STD, what would he be? Tom Dance, Facebook. He would be one that's, that you Bullish. live with. Bullish. Really, one. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. HIV. Wait. <laughs> now, hold on. What Troy Deeney, HIV. Right. <laughs> Comedian. Troy Troy Dean's one of those players. <laughs> hidden, right? the hidden, one. <laughs> the hidden one. He's, he's not a, hidden. He ain't hidden. hidden. No, he's out there. He's got he's got a rear. He's pus, yeah. Uh, he's he's like, I don't know, because uh, I'm going it from a different If you ever if you ever had a sexual escapade where uh it was clear that they had an STD <laughs> no. in front of you. It might have been the stench. Oh, no. oh God! Stench could have just been they've been Fuck. working out or something. Oh, that's not good. Is it? Working out. Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever had a sexual escapade where there was a stench? No. Oh yes. Well, like yeah. Brilliant. Wait, go on, no. Spook. Now, no, now you can go. Now no. you can go. Fuck. No, it's just in the back of a car. Nick has come off. I go down. Yeah. Wash your fannies. There's a split second where I'm thinking, do I do the brave thing? No. <laughs> no but how did you get out of it? Because you didn't. I, want to didn't, I, I kissed the belly button, worked myself oh, up. Brilliant. Nice. And she's like, come on, mate. I want... was, no, no, it was stylish. She just thought maybe it was too early for that. But, but so, what did you? Was you not repulsed? Did you? Will he not go down? No. No, you cracked on. 
Yeah. Go on then, Barley, you've got something. You must have something. <laughs> no, no, when you get down there, it smells a little bit fruity. Like, you know, not fruity. Fruity, but like fishy. No, like, but festering, but sometimes it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but in a nice festering. way. Festering, there's no nice way to fester. No, right? because obviously you've been charming them all night, so it, it's, there's been so heat. It's a psychological there's yeah. been heat. Oh, right, it's been heat, so and insane. there's the aroma. It's not really, it's not a nasty smell, it's the aroma but of that's like. Different. Well, aroma, aroma's like fine. Yeah. Like fish. It or... was aromatic, like a good red wine. Nice. That's why he gets all the women. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what else have we got? Doug- David J. Douglas on Twitter. He says, if you were super glued or stapled to a Spurs player for a whole week, shitting, eating, slipping, sleeping, the works, who would you choose and why? I'll choose someone little. That, um, Harry Winks. Or Trippier. I don't think Trippier gets up to much. You don't want to be someone who's going to cause you problems. No, I'll go big. Carl Walker-Peters. Sanchez. Sanchez. (laughs) Yeah. Just crack on. Although he's not as strong as you think. He got bullied. Absolutely. Like, there's one that he did 50-50 with that success. And if not for the first time in his Spurs career, I'm not digging him out. It's true. His strength isn't there. He gets caught off balance, I think. It's the way he positions mm, his body. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that needs to be trained into him. I uh, don't know, David. Cheers for the question. No, mate. Um, finally, Bobby G83 says, Your death is imminent, and all, you, uh, and all you have time for is one last wank. What's your subject matter? Fuck. What's your go to niche in porn? I don't have a go to niche, but I was thinking about this, and it would probably be like one of the classic porn stars that have always been my favourites, either like. Um, Tony Roberts or Devon just to spend one last time with them. <laughs> I love the way you just say you say these names like people are going to know what I you're talking about I don't know who Tony Roberts that's what I mean they're niche no, they're not niche but they're I remember niche. Devon but I don't can remember you, the other one can you get Tony Roberts I'm interested in Tony Roberts get her up on the screen there I don't think she I think she's one of those that's still alive because I, I always feel a bit funny when can you, can you do, do me a favour can you go would you mind going on Pornhub on your phone um, go incognito bro. go incognito I know what's mind and I just want to play a little bit of Tony Roberts. I want to find out what's in going on in Barty's head. And what <laughs> Tony t- Roberts, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, well, look, look, it's fine. We'll, we'll find out one way or another. I can't, this, I can't browse it for some reason. If this is m- it's blocked. Oh, yeah, that would be because I'm on work Wi Fi. You're on his work Wi Fi. No, 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 uh, I'm on 4G, so I don't quite know why. Uh... Are you lying so that you don't have to do this? I swear on my life, mate, for some reason it's blocked. But it would be something like that, or, it's a bit weird. I, or I was also thinking it would, I'd maybe just think about all my sexual partners throughout my life and put them together in like a collage. Put them together. In what a is with you with collages? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last the other collage you had? It was uh, Court, um, um, Courtney Cox from Friends. No, Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Yeah, but it would be something like that. There, you can take all the nice moments of your life and just. Oh yeah, all right. All right. She's not that good, mate. I mean, she's not. But she, she, after she, big... get, she, got, she went wrong after she had plastic surgery. She was quite. Natural. What do you mean she went wrong? Didn't look very good. Yeah, some, some of the nineties uh, uh, breast enlargements were were failures. Yeah, I don't know if I'm about to play this for my phone. This is. Cock, we don't give a fuck like a top draw whore when she don't see both. 
wanna come and run it by the funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy Fire in cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat face and prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.